Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions, and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Hi, this is Professor Chapman. Recently we've been doing some Facebook Live sessions where I've been answering questions from the listeners and participants. What you're about to hear now is some audio of those segments and I hope they'll be useful for you. One of the major issues in my world in the infertility clinic is the issue around women who get older having less success both in terms of getting pregnant spontaneously, but obviously more importantly, from an IVF perspective, the understanding of why as women get older, their their eggs become less fertile goes back to the basic uh, physiology of the mechanisms within the egg that create a mature egg. So that cycle of development begins with what is called the primordial follicle. So when women are born, when girls are born, when babies are born, the girl baby girls are born, they have something in the order of a million to two million eggs. When you get to the menopause, there are none left. So each month, a whole pile of eggs, something between 200 and 400 eggs a month degenerate. Once periods start after puberty, one of those eggs is saved and is released each month. So over a normal reproductive life, only of of the original one to two million eggs, only about um, 400 will actually ever ovulate, reach maturity, ovulate, and potentially produce a pregnancy. From that cell, the primordial follicle through to actually a mature egg takes something in the order of 90 days. So they remain in limbo, uh, undeveloped for for many, 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 many years until for some mechanism that we don't understand, some of them get chosen to start the journey to ovulation. That journey uh, involves the development of mechanisms inside the egg, which will allow the right chromosome makeup to occur in the egg. When they're laid down uh, during pregnancy, um, from that point, the egg contains 46 chromosomes, like, like the rest of the cells in the body. But a mature egg only has 23 chromosomes because its partner, the male, the sperm, also has 23 chromosomes. And the 23 plus the 23 then goes back to produce the 46 chromosomes that are essential for normal human development. So within the egg, as it heads through the menstrual cycle, the ones that are developing well will go through the process of technical terms, my, my, meiosis one and meiosis two. And what's happening there is that the chromosomes come in pairs and those pairs break up so that there's now two sets of 23 chromosomes. One lot of those 23 chromosomes actually gets pushed out of the cell. 
And that's how scientists know that an egg is mature because when we look under the microscope, we can see a little blob outside the eggshell and it tells us that the, uh, the the egg is a mature egg because it's got rid of its half its chromosome makeup. All of those processes to go through meiosis require energy. And within the cell, within an egg cell, um, there is an energy source called the mitochondria. They're like little batteries. And what we know is the number of mitochondria decline as women get older. In fact, in every cell in our body, the mitochondrial numbers decline with age. But in the ovary, the mitochondrial aging process is much faster than the, than the mitochondrial processes in the rest of the body um, of decaying in numbers. We have a cell then uh, where the batteries are running out. And what happens then is that the normal processes of separation of chromosomes and ultimately the lining up of them in the right order so that the when the male sperm comes along with its 23 chromosomes, hit it in the right place, those, those processes that require energy start to fail. And the older a woman is, the higher the chance there is that the chromosomes will be wrong. What we find uh, is that the there can be a an absence of a chromosome. So that separation process on one particular pair of chromosomes doesn't happen. So it, it gets kicked out of the cell at that time of the formation of meiotic uh, division. So when that, that, that leaves that, that cell, that egg, deficient of one chromosome, it's called a monosomy. The alternative is that they don't, the, the pair doesn't separate within the egg and both chromosomes both chromosomes hang together uh, within the egg. But when the male partner comes along, partner chromosome comes along, it means you end up with three chromosomes of that particular number. The classic example of that is Down syndrome, where there are three chromosome 21s. Most of those are due to that inability or the, the uh, abnormality that the egg has not been able to get rid of one of its 21 chromosomes. And this aging process obviously then reflects itself with higher Downs babies. The older you are, the greater your chance for Downs baby. More, more importantly, the rate of miscarriage is increased because of these genetic abnormalities, which nature deals with most of them. And it also reduces fertility. What we know is that abnormal embryos being produced with IVF are in higher percentage the older a woman is. So if we create 10 embryos in a woman who's 30, we would expect about half of them to be genetically abnormal. When she gets to 45, 98% of embryos we test are genetically abnormal, which reflects this egg quality problem. You can get embryos created with these abnormal eggs, but the majority of them will not produce a pregnancy. Even if they grow for five days in the laboratory and look beautiful embryos, when we test them at 45, 98% of them are going to be a problem and will not either they will either not implant or they'll have a miscarriage. So we fight that battle. And to date, there's a lot of research going on as how we can put energy back into the eggs. People have tried various chemicals in animal experiments and successfully reversed the process. There's products being sold on the internet that claim to do the same thing. But to date, no scientific studies have been done with those compounds to prove that they're any better than taking a block of chocolate or eating a block of chocolate. And hopefully that will be the breakthrough because 
if women have eggs and uh, th those energy sources are good, then we will get more genetically normal embryos, which will therefore create more pregnancy. That's probably another decade away, but I'm sure we're heading in that direction. Aging of eggs is a serious issue that I face almost every day. Even today, um, in a 47-year-old woman who's trying to get pregnant, I had to break the news that her stimulation of her ovaries has failed, that she's not able to produce eggs even, so that not even getting to the stage of, of worrying about whether they're normal or abnormal, we're just not going anywhere because the numbers of eggs have gone down, but also the actual quality of the eggs has gone down. So I suppose the basic message is, and it's impossible to reverse time, but the basic message is getting pregnant before the age of 35 is far more likely to guarantee you a baby than, than later in life because of egg quality. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. 